0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Employment Matters podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the largest network of labor and employment lawyers from our best law firms around the world. I'm your host, Nun Gouveia, partner with Miranda Iciadjo. On the program, we span the globe and receive updates on critical issues from ELA members in each region. On today's episode, we'll be discussing digital nomads in Angola. Joining us on the program is Eliezer Real, partner with Fatima Freitas. Yes, yes. Eliezer, many thanks for the opportunity to do this session with you. How are you doing? I'm very
1: well, Nuno. Thank you. I trust the same with you.
0: We are delighted to have you on our program. Thank you for joining us. So, Eliezer, this is a very, I would say, hot topic. This is quite current. So, the best way perhaps for us to start is for you to tell us what are the general features of the Angolan legal framework on the remote work? What you can tell us about the general characteristics of the regime in, in your country.
1: Yeah, and no, no, I confirm that this is a very hot topic indeed. And so let's talk a little bit about it. About uh, regarding the legal framework, we don't have nothing about this in the current general label law. However, on 17 February 2022, the presidential decree 52 Twenty-second came into force to regulate this topic. This decree provides a definition of teleworking and applies to entities covered by the GLL. This decree lists the formal requirements of the remote working or teleworking contract, rules for its constitution, the employer's duties, special rights and duties of employees, Rules on working hours and reference to the TLL, equal treatment between employees and teleworkers, rules on the termination of the teleworking contract. Basically, is this that we have?
0: Elias, it seems that you have indeed a very detailed regime in Angola. So let's go then to the other topic that comes to my mind, meaning how are the remote work schemes implemented in our jurisdiction? Are there formalities, minimum contents that an agreement should have? What you can tell us for a company to have remote work or teleworking in Angola?
1: Teleworking can be carried out by means of an agreement between the parties or a teleworking contract. The contract is subject to a writing form and must contain. It should be noted that these requirements also apply to the signing agreement with necessary adaptations in cases where an employment contract pre- exists So the writing form must contain the identification, signature and address or registered office of the parties, indication of the activity to be carried out by the teleworker with express mention of the teleworking regime, determination of remuneration, indication of normal working hours, the activity to be carried out after the end of that period, if the arrangements for teleworking are shorter than the duration of the employment contract. Ownership of the work tools, as well as responsibility for their installation, maintenance and payment of the costs of consumption and use. And finally, identification of establishment or department of the company where the employee is based as well as who they should contact in the context of the provisional. So, as we may see, the agreement should be or must be very detailed.
0: Indeed, Eliezer. So, the regime seems to be quite developed indeed. So, we all know that all these regimes came with or after or further to the pandemic. So, knowing this, this specific context, my immediate and following question to you is, do the laws of your jurisdiction somehow provide for mandatory schemes for remote work or entitle employee to request mandatory implementation of the remote work schemes? Meaning, does remote work come with any social point or mandatory rights of the employees to demand remote work?
1: No, no, yes, it does. If it is compatible with the performance of the service and the organization as the means to do so, the employee has the right to work remotely in severe situations such as a pregnant woman with a serious health condition. They are responsible for the individual or shared care of a child under five years of age or a person with special needs who has a certified disability or incapacity equal to or greater than 60%. Okay. Okay. Have a state of health incompatible with face-to-face work, as long as this is proven by a document issued by a doctor. As we had in the pandemic situation, a state of constitutional necessity has been decreed. So in Angola we had a situation like that, but at that moment, we didn't have these rules on the remote work, but now we do.
0: So, but in these circumstances, the remote work is mandatory for employer? Yeah, yeah.
1: All these situations, the employer cannot
0: oppose at the employee's request. That's a huge development from a social and labor market standpoint. Well, the other point and the other question that I would like to touch upon is, well, regarding the implementation or execution of this type of employment relationship. And the topic that comes immediately to mind is, The rules on provision of technological work tools, working time assessment, workplace requirements, and workman compensation insurance, this has all come along with the topic of remote working. Could you tell us what are the position or positions of the England laws on all these topics?
1: Well, no, no. Regarding the technological
0: work tools,
1: the employer must
0: provide the
1: teleworker with the necessary tools to carry out their work. When this is not possible, teleworking can be carried out using the means the employee has, and it's up to the employer to program and adapt to the needs inherent in teleworking. In terms of working time, must observe the normal working hours laid down in the general label law. In terms of workplace requirements, the teleworker must ensure that he or she protects from third parties sensitive information and passwords that could jeopardize the employer's interests. So I think is one of the aspects that is very clear and at the same time very important. Uh, Workmen compensation insurance. There is employees in, in terms of their rights and duties, including protection against accidents at work, occupational illness and guaranteed benefits. This, I think, is also very clear because I'm aware that there are some countries where the specific issues are not so clear and would say that our statutes are very advanced at comparing to, to indeed, other
0: Indeed, indeed, indeed. It seems that the, the issue of coverage is solved at the source then.
1: It is, and just you know, maybe to add another point, The employer may use surveillance systems to extend strictly necessary to safeguard the employee's privacy and informational self-determination. You may see it as like it covers very deeply different aspects of the remote work. And I think for the usage of this model of work, I think to be as clear as possible as we have now in our law, it is very important.
0: So, Eliezer, looking at how detailed the law is on remote work and and basically topics that are subject to a very heated debate in their jurisdictions in Angola, the law literally enters to solve those problems. One topic that I know that Angola is quite developed is on the right to disconnect. Does the law of your country provide for this right? What is the position of the law on this? Basically, one of the main issues, at least in Europe, in other jurisdictions, where we can find the debate on the right to disconnect of people to literally say, I'm able to switch off my means of communication to the work. Well, what is the position in Angola?
1: Well, no, no, we do have like the right to disconnect because the employer must respect employee privacy, personal and family rest, and the relaxation times as well as guaranteed right to professional disconnection. So, yeah, we do have the same thing in Europe, for instance, in the States, they also have, so, again, this law, not only regarding the remote work, but in general, like, the right to disconnect is very clear in our
0: system. So, basically, I would like to say to our audience that, indeed, we did a podcast on the right to disconnect in Angola, so it is, It is a very hot topic, and then I would refer our audience to that. Well, Eliezer, let's now touch upon the topic, which is the issue of digital nomads, meaning are they actually covered on this framework on remote work? And if so, does the laws of Angola accommodate schemes that we hear throughout the world, meaning work from anywhere, digital nomads welcome, meaning what? Does Angola provide for this type of regimes and give them any type of protection?
1: Yes, no, no. The Presidential Decree 5222 covers nomadic teleworking, teleworking, which refers to situations in which the employee carries out activity at any location outside the employer's main premises, which is n- neither previously designed nor fix it. So, I would say that you can work from anywhere.
0: The issue here, Iliad, is also, is a foreigner entitled to work in Angola for freely and for the time that he wants? Or meaning, if for some reason, some people enter into the country and make it some sort of illegal resort or execution of remote or schemes, what could be the implications, the hot topics to consider, the precautions to follow for to avoid the penalties or any invalid schemes?
1: Well, no, no. if the foreign employee is not working to a local entity, but to a foreign entity as well, this can raise a lot of issues because this law must be applied in the same terms than the general labor law. So. The guy, for instance, should have a work visa in that case to work in Angola, even if we are talking about remote work. So I would say that it is very difficult to have a foreign citizen linked to a foreign entity working
0: from Angola. So the conclusion, Eliezer, is that digital nomads are indeed welcome, but as long as they work in Angola and within Angola. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So but being more a little bit more specific, Eliezer, what are then the implications of the illegal resort or execution of any type of these schemes?
1: Well, in this specific law does not address the specific consequences of illegal use or violation of the formal requirement of the teleworking contract or agreement. It therefore refers to the general consequences laid down in the general labor law. However, there are specific rules protecting the teleworker in the event of the termination of the telework contract. Once the contract is terminated, the teleworker previously to a company resumes working under the terms previously agreed, or provided for in the company's internal regulations or in the collective labor regulation instrument.
0: So basically, what the law says to companies and employees is just remote work is simply another way to work. Knowing that there is a law, know that, that the labor market has been adapting itself. Well, what do you expect to be the most relevant de- developments on remote working in Angola? What do you see happening in the future?
1: Well, no, no, the new general labor law, which uh, will come into force in the future at a time yet to be determined, already includes a specific regime for teleworking contracts that is similar, albeit in less detail, to the regime laid down in Presidential Decree 5222. Any advance in the teleworking regime could forcibly be aimed at attracting foreign investment and attracting the formation of digital nomads who could come to Angola to carry out their work while investing themselves as their employers in the country's economy. The legislative advance also gives additional protection to the position of the teleworker, especially compared to the period before 2022, when the presidential decree came into force When there was no, this is even the accentuated position on this increasingly pressing figure since the COVID-19 pandemic.
0: Well, Eliezer, thank you very much. Basically, I literally ran out of questions. For our audience, this is all the time that we have today. Eliezer, this has been a very interesting discussion. Thank you for your time. It was a pleasure speaking with you. It was
1: my pleasure and all my pleasure. Thank you.
0: Okay, thank you very much, Eliezer. See you soon, and thank you to you, listeners, for tuning in. If you would like to connect with Eliezer, please click on his bio in the description of this podcast. We also encourage you to reach out to any lawyers around the world by selecting Find a Lawyer on the ELA website at ela.law. In addition, search the ELA website where you can sign up to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers, and on demand content from our online library or access DLA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from our best law firms around the globe. I'm Nuno Gouveia. Thanks for listening.